Because I know who holds my future. My life is worth the living just because he lives. And I surrender all. Are you ready to give it to him? Because he heard my cry and he pitied every groan, if you will. Hmm. I love the Lord because he heard my cries. Let the Spirit move, y'all. I love the Lord because he heard my And that's why I love Lord. And my grandmother used to sing this song, y'all. So if you will, tell him yes. Tell the Lord yes. Has he ever done anything for you? Tell him yes. Tell him yes. My soul says yes. Jesus, my soul says yes. He made a way. I'm so glad he made a way. He made a way. He made a way. He made a way. My God keeps on making a way. He brought me out. If he's done something for you, say he brought me up. Even in COVID, he'll bring you out. My God's going to bring you out. He'll bring you out. He'll bring you out. And I know we've got a format here, y'all, but I want the spirit of the Lord to move through you. I want you to get your vessels ready to receive the goodness of the Lord because he's been there all along. But our focus needs to be on praise and worship this morning. I know we've got a lot going on, guys, but I want you to take a few minutes and be in praise and worship of the one who gives life to those of us that are not even worthy of all of the blessings he continually bestows upon us. My soul says yes. I surrender. My soul says yes, Lord, yes, my soul says yes, my soul says yes, my soul says yes, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, thank you, God bless you, thank you, Jesus. This morning scripture is taken from Ezra chapter 3, verse 11 through 13. And it reads, And they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever toward Israel. 
And all the people responded with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the priests and Levites and heads of families, old people who had seen the first house on his foundations, wept with a loud voice when they saw this house, though many shouted aloud for joy, so that the people could not distinguish the sound of the joyful shout from the sound of the people's weeping, for the people shouted so loudly that the sound was heard far away. The word of God for the people of God in the presence of God Almighty. Amen. Amen. I thank you, Brother Gordon, for the reading of the word of God. It's now time for us to go to God in prayer. But I realized I, I, I welcomed you to this worship service. I didn't tell you who I was or who I am. Uh, my name is Paul Martin. I'm so pleased and blessed to be a pastor of St. Mark African Methodist Episcopal Church here in the city of East Orange, New Jersey. And again, I welcome you to this worship experience. I, I, I praise God for the music that was delivered so far from Sister Valerie and Brother Sam and for the reading of the word by Brother Gordon. Uh, now it's prayer time. The time that we go to God in prayer. Uh, what a week it has been. What a week it has been. Uh, this virus has taken over this country and over 200,000 lives have been lost. And I understand and I, and I can sympathize with those who have lost a loved one or a friend or, or a member of your family due to this COVID. And my answer to you is to go to God. The, the state of this country seems to be tumultuous um, at the best. Race rocks this country, race relations. It seems and appears that those who are fortunate to live in their white privilege have no intention of releasing or, or giving away uh, any power for power concedes nothing without a demand. And they become emboldened to stand back and stand by. So we have to pray for those in this country who speak truth to power. We pray for our national leaders. We pray for uh, our community leaders as we speak truth. The power. I pray for the financial breakthrough of so many under the sound of my voice, those who are dealing with uncertainty of jobs that they do not know will last long or who have lost their positions and are worried about how they're going to feed their children. We pray. We pray for the school children who have returned to school and the parents who are who are trying to be parents and teachers who are, are dealing with this virtual situation. And I pray for all the teachers and educators who put them, themselves at jeopardy every time that they open the school doors from this insidious virus. I pray for all first responders. I pray for the police. I pray for uh, those who work in supermarkets and the garbage men and those uh, and women and those people who go out and work every day despite this, 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 this virus taking over our country, we pray. But I'm not so naive to believe or, or, or to accept that there are some under the sound of my voice who need to pray for themselves, who, uh, whose faith is shaking, who are worried about their own personal situations, well, right now, I ask you to go to God in prayer. Uh, and then there are those who need to stand in the gap for their children, for their loved ones, for those who they care about. Father God, we come to you right now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to say thank you. Thank you, Father God, for another day. 
Thank you, Father God, for allowing us to see this first Sunday in October. For when we started this year, there are at least 200,000 plus people who have been gone on to glory, Father God, because of this virus and those who have lost lives. But Father, you saw fit to wake us up another day, and for that we say thank you. Thank you, Father God, for allowing us to worship even in this fashion. For we praise you and we glorify you. No matter where we are, we raise our hands to you, Father God, saying, Father God, thank you for being a God that sits high and looks low. Thank you for being a God that answers our prayers in our times of trouble. Now, Father God, we ask that you go into the nursing homes and you go into the hospital rooms and you go into the police cars, and you go into the supermarkets and you dispatch your angels to protect everyone that are, are, are dealing with this virus, protect everyone that are working diligently to keep their food on their children's table, on the table of their family. Protect everyone, Father God, that are being attacked during this time of quarantine. Heavenly Father, we're praying that somebody comes to Christ today, that someone joins the church today, that someone develops a relationship with you today. Now have your way during this service. We thank you for those that have already been healed and those that have already been lifted up and those that have already developed a relationship with you. Father God, hear our prayer. God, protect us. Keep us. Father God, we just want to worship you and say thank you to you one more time. For it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would we be? Have your way. Have your way. And we will give you all the honor and all the glory. These things we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. After the pre-sermonic selection, we'll see what word there is from above. Give me one second, y'all. My mouse is not moving. Start the video. There you go. Yep. Wait a minute. See, I'm here. Nope. I can't move your mouse. It's right there. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you, Pastor, for that lovely prayer. Um, we are going to get into this other little medley we put together. Sam and I get excited throughout the week with what we're going to bring to y'all each Sunday. And we ask the Lord that he removes us from the bondage of ourselves so that we can be of service to him. So Sam uh, found this background for our first Sunday. So as we pay respect today for the sacrifice that was made and as you, we, we will partake of communion, we wanted to give you all a, a little virtual. Can y'all see that? Y'all can see it? I hope I'm not in the way of it. All right. All right. Yeah. And we, yes, they're, they're not. All right. So we put this little medley together again because I love doing medleys. And I just think a little, y'all, I think about my grandmothers. There was some praying and some singing women. So if you ever wonder where the gift came from, it came from them, for, for the Lord first. And then I heard it from them. And I grew up with these songs that we're going to share with y'all. And if you know them, y'all just catch on. I wish I had a choir out there. Do I have any singers out there? Where my singers at? All right, there you go, there you go. Move something, y'all. Let me know you're with me now. You can't change the channel. This ain't TV. Come on, y'all. Stay with me. I want you ready to praise and uplift the name of the Lord. Somebody ought to be able to see God in you without you ever saying a word because the light that's in you needs to be out on you. So come on, y'all. We put these songs together that my grandmother used to love to sing. And we're going to do this right for you. See how y'all like this? Will the circle be unbroken?
This past Tuesday, I, uh, like most of you, I watched two individuals debating uh, in the presidential elections. And it was difficult for me to understand what one was saying because the other one kept shouting. It was difficult for me to ascertain what, what, which one was trying to, what, what, what one was trying to explain because the other kept shouting. I mean, for me, it was difficult and hard to get the information from the intellectual when the ignorant kept shouting. And as I reflected back and I, and I thought about watching that debate and, 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 and how each candidate conducted themselves, it, it hit me that this behavior of shouting was stolen from our church. What am I talking about? See, the devil will at times appropriate that which God has given us for God's glory and manipulate it, exploit it, and use it as a tool of destruction. Yes, the, the enemy has used what God has given us as a tool of praise and developed it into a bad destruction. Oh, this, this, this fool has taken the method by which we use for worship and used it to wear down the righteous. The devil has taken an act of showing glory to God and used it for the purpose of destruction. What, what, what am I talking about? What, 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 what do I mean? I'm talking about the shout. Did, did, did you see how one shouted when he had no response? Did, did, did you see how one shouted when the question was not framed how he liked? Did you see how one shouted when, when, when he was called out on his lies? The devil also often takes what God has given us to be used in a positive manner and use it for evil. And this Tuesday, the devil did it with a shout. The shout. You, you do know the shout is not limited, limited to the Pentecostal church. The, the shout is not particular to the church of God in Christ. The, the, the shout is not segregated to the storefront churches. The shout is not something which is only sanctioned in those black churches. I, I know, I know, and I, I know there are some upstanding uh, bourgeoisie, uh, politically correct AME congregations they, they, where they worship in a manner where they, you know, they clap. And they and, and they um, say amen, but they distance themselves from the shout. The shout is biblical. The shout is featured in the Old Testament and the New Testament. There's a reason why God gave us the ability to shout. I, I, there's a reason. Why I stand behind the sacred desk and I get so excited, I just have to shout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Old Testament book of Joshua, 
It says, it says these words, so the people shouted, and the trumpets were blown, and, and the walls came tumbling down. They captured a city with a shout. In the, in the 47th Psalm, that first verse, it, 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 it says this, clap your hands, all people, shout to God with loud songs of joy. In, 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 the, in the mighty 100th song, that first verse, it says, shout for joy to the Lord, all of the earth. In Isaiah, the 12th chapter, that sixth verse, it, it says, shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion. In, in Second Chronicles, the 15th chapter, that 14th verse, they, they, they swore an oath to the Lord with a loud voice and with shouting and with trumpets and with horns. How, how, how did blind Bartimaeus sitting on the side of the road, how, how did blind Bartimaeus get the attention of Jesus? Uh, he did it with a shout. Oh, 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 you, you know the words. And as Jesus was walking by, blind Bartimaeus said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And when the, and when the, when the officers of the church, you know, the, the, the ones who sit in the front of that church, the ones who have their names on the program, said, hey, blind Bartimaeus, don't, 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 don't you do that. Don't you shout anymore. Uh, what did he do? He just shouted louder. Jesus! Son of David! Oh, yeah. He got Jesus' attention with a shout. Uh, when, when, when Jesus came into Jerusalem riding on a colt, the people shouted, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. When our Jesus, when they hung him high and they stretched him wide and when he was about to take his last breath, he mustered up all his energy. And the, and the Bible says he shouted, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. You do know when the day of judgment comes, and the day of judgment is coming very soon. It, it, it is recorded in the book of Revelation, in that fifth chapter, the 12th verse, it says, they will shout, worthy is the Lamb of God. Yeah, yes, there are plenty, plenty of biblical references and biblical scriptures which makes it clear that it is okay, in fact, it is encouraged for us to shout for the glory of God. And this morning, I was drawn to the words recorded in that Old Testament book of Ezra because it speaks to the modern church's current condition. Can I preach this morning? Come on. Ezra, that third chapter, that 11 to the 13th verse, and all the people responded with a great shout when they praised the Lord. And you should be looking at your Bible right now. And it says, because the foundation of the Lord uh, was laid. But many of the priests and the Levites and the head of families, the old people who had seen the first house on its foundation, they wept with a loud voice. And when they saw this house, though many shouted for joy. So the people could not distinguish the sound of the joyful shout from the sound of the people weeping. For the people shouted so loud that the sound was heard far away. Can I teach some Bible this morning? Let me teach you a little Bible. For those who didn't attend Bible study, let me give you a little Bible. Ezra is the book that details the condition of the people when they return from exile from Babylon. Ezra records uh, how the people responded when they were taken out of quarantine. And Ezra speaks about the actions of the people as they diligently worked to rebuild their church. 
Ezra talks about the reaction of the people when this new priest came and was assigned to restore what has been taken away. Ezra talks about how the people from the outside and some people from the inside resisted the rebuilding of the church. Ezra talks about how worship was restored and how the temple was repaired. Ezra is a story which is not unlike the story of some churches today. Despite what the devil tries to stop, God was will was carried out and the people shouted. What, what, what was the reason that the people shouted? Why, why, why did they get to this point and they just had to shout? Well, let's get right into it. Here's the first point of this message. The people shouted for what they accomplished. The people shouted for what they accomplished. Somebody better get ready to shout right now. <laughs> so somebody should be happy right now because you are about to accomplish something. My brothers and sisters, get ready to shout and you can hear me right now because God is about to do something and you will accomplish it. If you can hear me right now, God is about to do something and you will accomplish it. Someone, I don't know who I'm talking to, but maybe it's just for me, Pricey, but I, I, I can feel it in my soul. I can feel the Holy Spirit moving. We are about to do a new thing. The foundation has been laid, and somebody should be ready to shout. Oh, I don't know what you're going to accomplish. Maybe what you're going to accomplish is going to be different from what I'm going to accomplish, but you can fill in the blank. I am going to do blank, and when I finish it, I'm going to shout. I'm going to shout. Uh, I'm going to shout. I mean, I mean, some of you just accomplished, and if you accomplished this this morning, you should shout. Did you, did you wake up this morning? Then you should shout. Uh, uh, yeah. Did he protect your, your children in the midnight hour? Then you should shout. Uh, did he restore what the devil has taken from you? Don't we tell you that is an accomplishment? You should shout. 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 In Ezra, they shouted for what they had accomplished. I, I, after 70 years, they had been released. And they went back to their home. They went back to the old place. They went back, back to the place where their mothers and their fathers worshipped. The place where they were baptized. The place where they went to Sunday school. The place where the temple was and it was no longer there. And they worked diligently. And they worked constantly to lay the foundation. And when the foundation was laid, they shouted. The Bible, the Bible, you go, go to your Bible. In, in the third chapter of Ezra, it says, Jeshua, son of Josadak, and Zerubbabel, and the other priests, they worked. They did something. And by the way, uh, you can tell, uh, if you read that scripture, there was more than one person working to build the church. They worked collectively and together to build up and to lay the foundation. And that should be a message to some of us. We can't do this thing alone. We need somebody. We, we need somebody to work with us and for us. And, and, and so we can collectively do what needs to be done in this community, in this country, and in this world. Don't think that your abilities and, and your service is not needed. I need you. We need you to work. We are not an island. We are together. So we got to work to lay the foundation. So Jeshua and Zerubbabel and the other priests, they paid the masons to lay the stones, the carpenters to build the walls. They brought anyone needed supplies and materials, and they worked with a godly vision and with a godly purpose. And when they worked diligently and accomplished some things, the Bible says it was then that they shouted. And that should be some good news for somebody today. <laughs> because right now, God has started something in you. And you have a reason to shout. You, you may not be holy all the time, but at least you're holy some of the time. And God tell you, that's an accomplishment for some of us. And so that's a reason to shout. Uh, we may not be what God wants us to be, but we show up in where we used to be. And can I tell you, that is an accomplishment. So you got a reason to shout. Uh, I mean, you're thinking about accepting Jesus. 
Can I tell you? You accomplished something. That's a shout. Uh, you want to join the Church of Believers. Well, you just haven't made the step yet, but you're thinking about it. You want to do it. The fact that you are thinking about it is a reason to shout. That's an accomplishment. You want to recommit yourself to Jesus Christ. You've been gone for a little while, but you want to come back to the church. You want to come back to the faith. Well, can I tell you? That is an accomplishment. you got a reason to shout. Uh, can you feel it? God today wants to lay a foundation in us. Can you feel it? God wants to do something new in us. And because God wants to do it in us, God will bring it to completion. There should be plenty of people right now, no matter where you are, getting ready to shout. Shout. But hold up. Hold up. Don't shout yet. Don't shout. Don't shout. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Before you get your shout on, I gotta remind you of something. I told you, I told you, we're gonna teach some Bible this morning. Open your Bibles and go back to Ezra. Go back to Ezra, that third chapter. Go, go back to Ezra. I, I'll wait, I can wait a second. Here, I'll take you a little swig of water. You can go back to Ezra, open up your Bible. Hold up, you can't shout because what happened before the shout? Go back. In that third verse, it says this. They offered burnt offerings upon it to the Lord morning and evening. Morning and evening, they gave offerings. Go to the fourth verse. They offered daily burnt offerings by number according to the ordinance. Go to the fifth verse. And everyone made a free will offering to the Lord. Go to the sixth verse. From the first day of the seventh month, they began to offer burnt offerings to the Lord. What am I trying to tell somebody? What am I speaking about, preacher? Here's what I'm trying to tell you. Before you get to the shout, you got to sacrifice. Woo! That, that, I know some, that, that, that got somebody upset right there. They didn't want to hear that. They want to shout. But, but, but before you can get to the shout, you got to sacrifice. Before you get to the shop, you got to sacrifice. We have to give some things up before we get the privilege to shop. We have to start giving to God as God has given to us before we shout. We, we, we have to learn to give back to God what God has given us stewardship over before we can start our shop. See, the people in Ezra were able to build and repair and construct the temple of God, the church of God, because they gave freely of their sacrifices. And then they gave it before the shout. Oh, it's right there in the scripture. I just read it to you. And, and, and that had me thinking, uh, you know, we have far too many people who watch on Facebook Live who tune in on Zoom, who, who get excited about the Word of God, and, and, and they say, oh, preacher, you done preached a message that Sunday, and oh, preacher, that was a word for me, and oh, preacher, you definitely was in my house, you were speaking a message, but then they refuse to give or sacrifice. Oh, they love to shout, but they avoid the sacrifice. And I hear you. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. This corona thing has our finances upside down. This, this state of this economy has us worried about our jobs. But here's the beauty of God's plan. God does not ask from us anything that God has not already given to us. God's command is proportional. If you didn't make zero, you don't have to give zero. But if you made a dollar, you should give God a dime. God says, bring the full tithe into my storehouse. And your 10% may not be my 10%, and that's okay. That's okay. But if God has given to you, at the very least, you can give back what God has asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God says, bring the full tithe into my storehouse. Don't, don't rob me. So, 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 
I'm challenging every officer. I'm challenging every leader. I'm challenging every member of the church. I'm challenging every person that hears us on Facebook or on Zoom. You need to give where you are fed. <laughs> give, give, give where you are fed. Uh, and give to the Lord as God has given to you. And I'm not asking you to do something I don't do myself. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to preach it. So you might get used to it. <laughs> see, see, God's word says, put me to the test and bring the full tithe into my storehouse and see I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing upon your life. We will not have room enough to receive it. God wants to bless you. God wants to give to you. But we got to give God the sacrifice before we go and start to shout. Yes, help, help me, Holy Ghost. Preach, praise Oh, Lord. And yet, and so if you want a reason to shout, we need to come with the sacrifice. So they shouted because of what they accomplished. They sacrificed before they started shouting. But here's the part that had me scratching my gray hair. They shouted for different reasons. They shouted for different reasons. Here, the Bible says the older ones, the leaders of the church, the priests, those who had seen the first house on its foundation, they wept with a loud voice when they saw this house. Though many shouted out loud for joy. And if you were to read this too fast, you would think that the tears that came from their eyes was of sadness. You would think that the tears were tears of regret. You, you would think it was tears of disappointment over what was. But if you really look at the scripture, it does not say that. It says, when those who had spent some time living, those who had been through something, those who made their way through captivity, those who had been there back then but made it through the time of trouble and made it back to their homeland. Those who were privileged to make it through something, those who had survived some hard times, when they look back, they had a tear in their eye. And I, I, I tell you, I can relate to these people. Those who had some adversity in their life, when they look back, they had a tear. Those who had to deal with some periods of being broke, busted, and disgusted. And when they got into the house of God, they had to cry. Those who had felt the pain of rejection felt a tear. Those who knew the hurt of the death of a loved one. And when they looked back, they had to cry. Those who had been through the storm of life, those who walked through the valley of the shadow of death, those who had to raise a child all by themselves, those who had to make their way that period of addiction. Those who lived away from God and were called back. See, I can relate to all of them because their tears were not tears of sadness. But the tears that they cried were tears of gratitude. See, I don't know about you, but I don't cry some tears when I got into the house of the Lord. And it was not because I was sad. It was not because I was broken. I was just thankful for all that God had done for me. See, when I look back over my life and I think about all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. See, they shouted and the tears flow because where God had taken them from. They shouted and the tears flow because they see what God can do. 
they shouted and the tears flow because God is still answering prayers. See, I hear you and I understand those who shout for joy, but I gotta believe that my God above understands the shouts and the tears that cry in gratitude. Sometimes you just gotta shout. And I came by the 587 Springdale Avenue in the city of East Orange to tell somebody whether your shouts are shouts of joy or your shouts are shouts of gratitude. Either way, you better shout for the glory of God. Woo! If you, you watch it on Facebook, excuse yourself, go to the bathroom and shout for the glory of God. If you in your car, roll up your window, press that button, and when you get by yourself, you better shout for the glory of God. Uh, uh, if, if, you, if you know God has done a new thing in your life, and you know that God is working to accomplish something new in you, you had a reason to shout for the glory of God. Oh, I said earlier in the sermon, if he woke you up this morning, you had a reason to shout. If he clothed you in a real portion of health and strength, God, oh Lord, you better give God a shout. If he had delivered you from something or from somebody, you better give God a shout. If God has made a way out of no way, you better give God the shout. Don't you know God has blocked you from some dangers, seen and unseen? That's a reason for me to shout. There are some haters who can't get to us and not deserves a shout. There are some demons who want to sift you. But can I tell you, Jesus is praying for you, and that's a reason to shout. Somebody's about to come out in midnight hour. You better shout God to God in, in, in advance. You better shout because someone's about to be healed. Shout. Don't stop shouting. Shout to the glory of God. And when you get tired of shouting, shout some more. Somebody should shout because they got peace that transcends like a river. Somebody need to shout because that virus has passed over you. Somebody need to shout because you done got through the virus and you're living life. Can you smile? Then shout. Can you move your fingers? Then shout. Can you stomp your feet? Then you need to shout. I'm talking about shout for the glory of God. Shout because great things happen when the people shout, 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 shout. If God's been good to you, shout. If God's answered some prayers, shout, shout. And let the tears flow, shout. Smile at somebody and shout. Say, I'm just so happy to be in the land of a living. You better shout, shout. Shout, shout. Can, can, can I make this plea you? You've been watching, you've been listening, but you have not made a decision to follow Jesus. You, you've, been, you've been watching, you've been listening, but you have not joined the church. Well, listen, listen, this is virtual, baby. I don't care where you live. You may live in New York, you may live in New Jersey, you may live down south, you may live in California. We would love to have you as members of St. Mark. All you need to do is pray the pray, prayer of salvation. All you need to do to be saved is to say, Father, I know you sent your son Jesus to Christ who died for me on Calvary. And I know that he got up and he has all power in his hands. And Father God, I just want to follow Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. And that's your first time praying that prayer. Or are you coming back and you want to recommit yourself to Jesus? Either way, just put in the, in, 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 in the comment section, I want to come home. Or maybe, or maybe you need a new church home. 
You need to find a new place where you can vent. You need to find a place where you can shout and they won't look at you funny. <laughs> I would love to be your pastor. We would love to be your church. It matters not where you live. All you gotta do is say, I want you only have to walk down the aisle these days. You just type in, I, I want to join your church. I would love to be your pastor. I need to pray for you, and you can pray for me. And together, we can shout for the glory of God. And don't you know if you are, if you just said, I just prayed the prayer, Pastor, I want to join the church, Pastor. Don't you know that there are angels in heaven right now that says it in the Bible that are shouting, hallelujah! Because of your decision. Won't you join with us? Won't you join with us? I was supposed to play some music, but I got so excited. I got so excited because I, I just couldn't stop shouting. Won't you join with us as we because God blocked it. Don't, don't you know God done blocked some, some things that were meant to take you out? That's a reason to shout. God is in the presence with you right now. That's a reason to shout. I invite you now. Let the Holy Spirit move in this place, wherever you are. Let me pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for every person under the sound of my voice. We thank you, Father God, for each person that passed by this way to hear a message. We thank you, Father God, for the things that you have blocked. Father God, allow them Give them the strength, give them the power to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Give them the power, Lord. Put it in them, Father God, for nothing can happen without you. And there are those under the sound of my voice who say, well, I, I don't live in these waters. That's okay. You can still be a member of this church. And I, I don't live in New Jersey. Don't you know that's okay? You can still be a member. I would love to be your pastor. I know your life is spinning out of control. But the fact that we are still here today is nothing but a miracle. Yes, 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 because God, God wants some things. Yes. I can feel the power of the spirit in this place. I'm not going to rush this thing. I'm sorry, I'm not going to rush it. If you want to be coming on here, if you want to join, it's put your name in the 27 community in the comment section. I implore you, I will reach out to you, and we will pray together the prayer of salvation. And I'll tell you what it means to be a member of St. Mark. You want to say me? I can tell you right now that you believe in Jesus Christ. Father, Father, with the Holy Spirit is in the world. And you believe that the Bible is in the world of God. And you believe in the world of God. It's all about Jesus, baby. It's all about Jesus. Amen. 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 This is not this is our traditional communion service on uh, on the first Sunday of the month. And if I didn't do it, if I didn't do it, happy birthday to all the October babies. Happy birthday to all the October. You were born in the month of October. You got a reason to shout. Shout, shout. I would say happy birthday, but I don't want y'all to run away. I, I want us to have, I want us to have uh, communion. So I actually find a cracker or some type of that piece of bread and a glass of wine. Uh, uh, not a full glass, just a small glass of wine. We will read the general confession after which I will consecrate the items and we will move into service of the Holy Communion. The general confession the general confession, I believe, will be on the screen and you can uh, join with us. Here's the general confession. Almighty God, Father, my Lord, and Savior, Jesus Christ, maker of all things, death of all men, 
But whatever it is, you should give God something that God has poured something into you. And so someone will be here between the hours of 11 and 1 to take your tithes and your offerings. And so I'm just so blessed, so blessed that um, so many of you have given and given freely. And I'm so proud of the things that St. Mark has already done. St. Mark has already done to the building of the kingdom. And we could not do it without your sacrifices. Amen. Now. Uh, let's end this service with a blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord call, make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. On behalf of St. Mark's and the St. Mark's family, we wish you blessings, peace, joy, and happiness throughout this week. I plan to see you next Sunday, Lord willing. God bless you.